you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is the law. We are still in Exodus. This is a big one. This is an important one. I'll explain later, go into more detail about the importance of this, but let's just read the story first. The Israelites came to Mount Sinai three months after they left Egypt. They set up camp at the base, and Moses went up to the mountain to talk with God. The Lord said, Tell the people, if you obey me and keep my commandments, then you'll be my treasured possession. You'll be my holy people among all the nations. When Moses told this to the people, they all agreed and said, We'll do everything God says. So Moses went back up the mountain and told God that the people agreed to his conditions. Then the Lord said, I want them to hear me talking to you, so they'll always trust you. Tell them to spend three days cleansing their hearts and washing their clothes. Then I'll come down on the mountain and talk to them. So the people did as they were told. They washed their clothes and dedicated themselves to the Lord. Suddenly, on the third day, the mountain burned with fire. The ground shook and the cloud covered the entire mountain. There was thunder and lightning and the people heard what sounded like trumpets that grew louder and louder. Then God said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt with a mighty hand. You're not to worship other gods. You're not to make idols of any kind. You're to keep my name holy and not misuse it. You're not to work on the seventh day, but instead keep it holy. Honor your parents and you'll live long upon the earth. You're not to murder. You're not to commit adultery. You're not to steal. You're not to lie to others or about others. You're not to desire to have anything that belongs to someone else. The people cried out, Tell God to stop talking to us. We'll die if he keeps talking. Let him talk to you, and then you tell us what he said. We'll listen to you. Moses said, Don't be afraid. God wants you to stand in awe of him, so you'll stay away from the sin. Then Moses went up the mountain to talk with God. God gave him detailed instructions on how the people were to live their lives, and how they were to treat one another. God told them how to offer sacrifices for the forgiveness of sins. He also gave instructions on how to build the ark of God so he could live among the people. Finally, God gave Moses two tablets of stone with his laws written by the finger of God. This has got to be one of my favorite topics when it comes to evangelism. The law is probably, no, it is the most important, most powerful, most versatile weapon that you can use and have in your armory. You must know the law. It's so important to memorize the law. Um, Just go to Exodus 20. Read Exodus 20 and memorize it, especially verses 1 through 20. Just memorize those Ten Commandments. You can find them anywhere. Seriously, memorize them. Get them in your brain. Get them in your subconscious. 
it's crucial. And we can talk further about this. I will be referring to this episode a lot as we continue in the series. I will be referring to using the law and how powerful it is. And all I can say is I cannot say it enough on how important the law is. So memorize the law. Learn to use the commandments to speak directly to the conscience of folks. I'm reading some of the commentary here. I'll explain in more detail in a bit on what I mean by that. But uh, please, study the law. Make that a daily practice until you have it in your, in your subconscious. Let's talk about Spurgeon and see what he says. If the giving of the law, while it was yet unbroken, was attended with such a display of awe-inspiring power, what will that day be when the Lord shall with flaming fire take vengeance on those who have willfully broken the law? <laughs> Love that. Mr. Whitefield says, Secure sinners must hear the thundering of Mount Sinai before we bring them to Mount Zion. That's a very important point. And then back again, one more from Mr. Spurgeon. Charles Spurgeon says, No man knows the brightness of the gospel till he understands the blackness of those clouds which surround the law of the Lord. All of these quotes support using the law for the proud. Think about it. If someone is pridefully living in their sin, if they are unaware, either unaware of their sin or they're just embracing it like most of the world does, they're loving their sin, you know, people love the darkness, they're not going to be open to hearing about the grace of God. They, they, they don't care when you think about it. And a lot of times we find ourselves just going straight to, you know, how much God loves us, which is true. How much God can forgive us. He can forgive any sin, all of, all of which is true. But until a person is humbled by the reality of the actual awareness of his or her own sin, he or she is not going to be accepting of any kind of grace. It's so important when you're talking to a lost person that is wallowing in their sin or suffering from their sin, the law can be used and should be used. Every person that's ever lived has basically broken all 10 commandments, and you can't argue that. You might try to give yourself a little grace here and there, but obviously lying. We, we've all lied. That is the easiest question to ask someone. How many lies have you told in your life? We've all lied. That's a sin. So let's say their big sin is substance abuse or lust or adultery or whatever, which we may, we may deem as worse sins. In the eyes of God, a lie is still a sin. And it's our, it's our sinful nature. And because of that, because even if we just told one lie in our whole life and basically lived squeaky clean the rest of our lives, we still deserve eternal damnation in hell. That's the problem ever since the fall of man. If you believe in creation, if you believe that God created Adam and Eve and they fell, sin came into the world in the garden way back at the beginning. And we are all descended from those folks. We have a sinful nature, every single one of us. And the whole point of the law here in Exodus that, that God gave to Moses to give to the people was to give them some guidelines, to give them rules. Now, unfortunately, it was impossible to live up to them, but that kind of now sets it up for the need for a savior. And this is where the Jews miss out, sadly. 
the Jews only had the Old Testament. The Old Testament is part of the Bible. It is, it is the Bible. Every episode we've done so far has been in the Old Testament, and we'll continue to do so until we get into Matthew, beginning of the New Testament. The, the need for a Savior is already being made apparent right here, because the only way, the only way that these laws can be satisfied is if we take on the righteousness of the only individual, the only person that ever breathed and walked on this earth that satisfied those Ten Commandments, that lived a sinless, perfect life. The only person, and that, of course, is the one and only Jesus Christ. That is the only person that satisfied the law. He was the perfect sacrificial lamb. He was sacrificed so that we, by believing that he did that for us, that he became sin, and we'll get into all these details later. He took upon sin. He became sin. Because of that, his beautiful, precious blood was spilled. And by believing that he did that for us, we have a clean slate. We can be made clean legally in the eyes of God. So we are forgiven. But it's so important to know the law. We need to humble people. We need to use the law to bring someone that is prideful in their sin or that is happily living in their sin or that is ignoring their sin. That They don't think it's a problem. They're, they're in denial. That person must be humbled by the sin in their life, whether it's the specific sin that's apparent. I mean, obviously, if someone tells you they're having an affair or they like looking at pictures of naked children, you know, they can tell you anything. Well, a lot of these sins, the ones that I just mentioned, are very touchy and they're very sensitive and they're very difficult to address with people. The homosexual, the sexual identity situations are extremely tough today. Uh, you know, if you don't agree with me, you hate me. And, and that's, so those are very, very challenging. However, if you use the law and you ask someone, how many times have you lied in your life? They obviously have to say that, well, many times, <laughs> or uh, I can't count how many times, whatever. It, so now they've admitted that they're a thief. I'm using the way of the master here. How many times have they looked upon someone with lust? Everyone's done it. Well, in the eyes of God, if you've looked upon someone with lust, you've committed adultery with that person. So now you're an adulterer, right? Have you stolen anything? Have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever fudged things on your taxes? Well, unfortunately, that's technically stealing. Have you ever taken a pen from your office? That's stealing. Everyone has stolen something. So now this individual is a lying, thieving, adulterous sinner. And in the eyes of God, in the court of God, if you will, would you be found innocent or guilty? And the answer is guilty. Now, we haven't even talked about any of the, the sins holding this person back. But the fact of the matter is, they now know they're a sinner. And if you present it this way, they're a sinner. And be, sinners are doomed for eternal damnation and eternity in hell. And now you can move on to a gospel of grace and love and forgiveness and belief in a Savior. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. 
You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.